This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends. Welcome to my beautiful program called Rise on 7 to 9 a.m. Thank you for tuning in with us today. I am sure you are going to be having such an incredible action-packed um, program today. We have a privilege of having Rose Ruder on my program today online um, and all the way from uh, the, the northern, southern suburbs there. And we are so looking forward to our discussion. And we know that this has been a time of challenges, um, adjusting, readjusting. And uh, the Lord gave me a scripture about be vigilant. Do not allow anyone to take your crown. And as we know, this has been Women's Month. We've had lots of juggling to do, a lot of adjustments that have taken place. And Rose is going to give us such an incredible uh, nuggets of how to absolutely live in these times, these perilous times that we are in, in peace and in joy and that we know who we are and we know who Christ is in our lives. So we're going to listen to Kingdom a, a Kingdom Come by Mark Progue. So please join us straight after this. We're so looking forward to having her on and um. Be at peace and enjoy and listen to Kingdom Come, Mark Pogue. You're listening to Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome and thank you for joining us this afternoon on my program called Rise. And we have Rose Ruder all the way from the north, southern suburbs, and thank you so much for joining us. We know that you're ministering, that you were ministering earlier this morning, so thank you so much for joining us this morning uh, online, Rose. I know that you are a busy, busy, busy person. But, it's a pleasure. <laughs> and we, you know, we we really were chatting earlier on um, yesterday, you know, preparing for the for today, and we just yes. realised that we are going through so many trials and tribulations in these in these times. And you yourself have been through, you know, perilous times in these last two years, as many of us have uh, losing loved ones and you lost your husband, yes. your beautiful husband and had to adjust your whole ministry, um, your whole outlook on, on life. So I would love you just to share with us your journey that you've had in these uh, last two year, you know, couple of years of just adjusting and adapting to the way that uh, the Lord is showing us that there's new things happening, but how do we navigate ourselves in this time? Yes, with pleasure, Renette. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your program this morning. Uh, it's an absolute delight to be able to share the journey that I've gone through, knowing that as I share what God has done for me, in likewise, He can do that for each and every one. 
in this new season that we find ourselves in, in the church and in the kingdom. So 2015, my husband had a stroke, which was left mid-brain stroke, which left his right side paralyzed, very little speech. Uh, he uh, had to learn to talk again. He had to learn um, to be able to write with his left hand and lots and lots of things. And so from 2015 to October 2018, I looked after him um, and at the same time was still running the church, which was called Word of Life Christian Center in the little seaside town of Fishhook on the very south in Cape Town. And so there was enough grace God's grace was so sufficient for me to be able to do that and to still love God's people and teach and preach and also to look after my husband. My husband did recover very well in the first year and even had three or four times that we would bring him up the stairs because our church was an upper room and he and I would minister together. I would have to stand next to him in the pulpit and if he lost words, then I would be able to help him. It was uh, a fulfillment of a prophecy that we were given some years ago, many years ago actually, that said, you and your husband will minister together. And I always thought ministering together meant we would both speak at the same conference. He would do session one and I would do session two. I had no clue that it literally meant holding the microphone, bouncing off each other when he uh, had a gap or couldn't find a word. And it was actually a very precious time. But then in 2017, he had a very big heart attack. He became bedridden. And end of 2018, he went to be with the Lord. I must say that um, the first part of grieving, um, I took time just, I slept day in and day out just for my body to be repaired. And uh, I took 10 weeks out of ministry. Mm-hmm. And um, and the Lord was very, very gracious. Um, I don't think anybody can comprehend uh, what it is to grieve the loss of a spouse until you've actually walked it. Mm-hmm. You cannot take the perfect or the imperfect and put it on the perfect and say, when it happens to me, I will. It's only God's grace. And the Holy Spirit very clearly is our comforter. And so there was lots of times, alone times, times of missing, times of even being disappointed, Mm. times of uh, very dark times, even though I was still a child of God. There were just times that, what was the point of going on? Because we felt like, I felt we were joined at the hip. I met my husband when I was 16 and married by the age of 19. And we were married 43 years. And uh, it wasn't always easy. But one thought that was it. You know, I would repair in three years, five years. Had no clue that COVID was just around the corner. <laughs> yes. That took me into another, another, big, another Yes, another big spiral. Yeah. And I think that's where I want to focus this morning. Um, many people lost loved ones to COVID. Many people lost businesses during COVID. And so this fiery trial that we read about even in um, the Word, obviously, but even in, uh, I wrote the scripture down here, in, in 1 Peter 5, 
yeah. uh, verse 3 and 4, it says that we must um, be diligent and follow after the things of God. And then it finishes off saying, uh, uh, be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. And so through the ups and downs, the body of Christ, the church of Jesus, is standing at the most incredible doorway right now, uh, post-COVID. So during COVID, there was a lot of loss of church, of business, of life as we knew it. There was a grieving. People, even those that didn't uh, physically lose a loved one, still had to grieve the loss of their freedom, the loss of their children going to school the loss of people going to an office. There was just so much loss. And I uh, feel that now people are only just beginning to realize that they are sitting with trauma through what they have gone through. And um, they have been a little bowled over. But on the other side of the scale, in there are uh, the Lord allowed it, and in that time of lockdown, many, many people were able to wrap up, put away, exchange, and now rise up into something totally new that they would not have come into if it wasn't this radical intervention that came along. I say this as an example. Having pastored for 35 years, if it wasn't for what this big tragedy of, uh, of COVID and the trauma of COVID, after uh, um, recovering from losing my husband, I was back up those stairs to the church building, and I would be doing this for another 35 years or as long as God spares me because of one place in my heart called faithfulness. And we all are faithful with what God has given us. And sometimes God has to really shake us so that what cannot be shaken will remain. He needs to get our attention and say, come on, my darling, or come on, uh, mighty warrior. I have something much more in store because we are now living in a different time frame and a different um um, season yes. for the body of Christ, for the children of God, yes. for the kingdom of God. And God is getting our attention and has shaken a lot of things so that we will come back to the face place and we'll come back to having ears to hear, eyes to see, hearts wide open to receive the new and the fresh portion of God's call and vision in a new season. In 2020, we went into um, a new era, not just a decade, a new era. And a new era means, the word era means a life that has never been seen before. So we really can't just go back to same old, same old. God is doing something new. God is doing something fresh. Mm. God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's not a punisher He's not one that brings death. He's not one that causes us to be in pain and trauma. If we will open our hearts, God will heal those places. I am nearly four years 
into recovery from the loss of my husband. And I have vision again. I can see my future with God. I'm excited about the adventure of God. I'm excited about the people of God. And even though I will always miss my husband, I know that where he is and that he has fully run his race and that God never takes anybody um, outside the fullness of time. And so I can trust God that my husband is well and whole in the heavenlies. And now it is my turn and my time to get up and continue in the walk that God has given me. And that is to beautify the bride and to instruct the children of God, not in a local church, but in a wider sense, in the online and um, itinerant. My ministry has become very much online oh. and itinerant, traveling here, there, and the, the doors have flung wide open. Yes. Now, I want to say that when the doors fly open for the prophets, it also get, it is also going to fly open for the people. For yes. the Lord says, I shall do it to the prophets, and then I shall do it to the people. Oh. And so may the, those that are online today listening to this message be encouraged. My story is not about my loss. My story is about God's restoration. And we all have this opportunity now of divine restoration so that we can come into realignment with yes. where we need to be now for the kingdom of God so that we will be ready for revival. God's word says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and daughters. And then it says, the old men will dream dreams, the young men will see visions, and my spirit will be upon my handmaidens and my servants. And so this shows us that God is saying, be vigilant. You will not lose your crown of glory. You will continue from season to season to be... um, built up because the glory of the Lord is an ever-increasing glory, not a fading glory. And the word says, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we are experiencing that open heaven and this restoration and this renewal and not dragging the leftovers of a past season to try and make it fit our present scenario, but saying, here I am, Lord. My heart is open. My eyes are watching. My ears are listening. Instruct me, guide me, and uh, revive me. We're in that place of reformatting, reformation, restoration for the benefit of many. Powerful, absolutely powerful. And that is exactly how we need to navigate our lives, is that we can just come into this absolute presence and just know that he's got it. And he is the whole sovereign God. You know, Rose, I just want us not to lose momentum here. So we're going to carry on. I'm going to listen to a track quickly from uh, Breathe Breathe on Me by Stephen Kluter and Rihanna. So we don't, so we can get into the next phase. I really want everybody to feel encouraged um, because this is so important for us to get hope again and that, you know, get that uh, vision and 
getting you know yes. our focus back and knowing that that realignment needs to come and that the Lord is in it. So Amen. we're going to join you straight after this. Thank you, my dear. Right. Bless you. And we're going to listen to uh, Breathe on Me by Stephen Clutier and Rihanna Now. Rise with Raynette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Welcome back and thank you for joining us and staying tuned. And that was Breathe on Me. Is that not incredible what we are talking about? That he is like a hurricane and he loves us so much, Rose. And thank you for joining us and being online with us today. And, you know, Rose is from, uh, you know, a Word of uh, Life uh, Christian ministries now because it's online and and mm. you know you are just reaching you're going places where nobody else can go and um, right now and how the lord is just using you mightily to encourage us with exactly this glorious message of how god can restore every part of our lives as we've been through so much in this time Yes, and that song was so apt, you know, yeah. Breathe on Me. And the children of God are crying out for a new breath of God. Yes. That um, maybe there are those online today that have been prepared for ministry and they came to a place, even the individual, they came to a place and suddenly there was no further understanding. They felt like what happened, their dreams seemed to be impossible or they feel like everything that they built had crashed down. There are many pastors in that this uh, two years of COVID that suddenly never had an income um, and it was hard. And there are many now uh, pastors that say to me, uh, do you know, Rose, that only 40, 30, 40% of people return to church and we are sitting with a handful of people and they feel really discouraged. And I can understand that they do because if they are in the fivefold ministry as pastors or shepherds, their job is sheep and to yes. encourage the sheep. And if the sheep, you, if you uh, strike a shepherd, the sheep are scattered. And so this is a very difficult season. And it's definitely not a season for us that are in itinerant ministries to be critical of those that are building church because God is coming back for his church and he is building church and the great gates of hell should not prevail against that. But I do want to uh, bring out of the woodwork or out of the prophetic treasure chest a prophecy that was given many, many years back that said the Lord is going to change the shape of the church so radically it will be unrecognizable. Mm. Now, that was a lot of years ago. So as we traveled those years to different nations, we would go and uh, to churches and they would say they're in a new season and say that is really wonderful and what does your new season look like? And they would quote this uh, prophecy that uh, the church is changed and then when we get there, we'd find they would say, look, we've changed the format. We, we have softer seats. We have dimmer lights. We have newer music. And this is the change. But really, that was not the change that the Lord was speaking about. It was not an outward change. It, it was not about uh, buildings and, and chairs. Yes. The change that was prophesied was that the shape of the church shall change so much that it will be unrecognizable. Mm. I personally feel that this has happened, 
And so the church is in its various formats, even as it was in the book of Acts. So some meet house to house and some meet in temple worship. We will always need buildings and have buildings for conferences and for instruction. But we also have many families meeting together and even girls groups meeting in coffee shops, couples groups meeting in dinner clubs, um, having going from house to house, from week to week, studying the Word. And so now the shape is different. It's not everybody streaming to one building. There's almost been a scattering, but the scattering hasn't been to loss. The scattering has been, as I earlier pointed out before the piece of music, if I was left to my own devices, I would continue to pastor what my husband had pastored and propping up or keeping up a legacy that he had laid up because of my faithfulness, unless the Lord knocked me over with a barge pole, I would continue to do faithfully what I felt to do. And then the Lord said both to me uh, as we went into COVID, and he said, get online now, no time to practice. And that's what I had to do. It wasn't about the makeup. It wasn't about what you were wearing or special light. It was my phone and a, and a, a, a stand and off I went. So in the first 18 months of the church changing shape, even through a time of adversity and lockdown and a lot of trauma, God was still forging his um, ministry, and many of us went online. So in 18 months, I went on every single day, did 900 messages, and people needed it. People needed to know that God was still there. People needed to know it wasn't the end of the world. People needed to be kept safe in in their belief system and in their faith in God, uh, even at times thinking they will never, ever be able to remove that mask, hug anybody, go back to church, see anybody, and the leaders, most of all, were so shattered because the identity uh, was totally wrecked. And I can understand that. For when I lost my husband, I lost my identity as a married woman. When I closed the church, uh, having gone online, and then the Lord said this, I want you to know, Rose, that I am not requiring you to hold up your husband's legacy. Your husband has completed his race, and therefore, I want you to put it down and come with me. Come with me on this adventure. And so uh, I then remained online and then began to also answer the bigger call. And only in walking this journey can I now see my new shape. And so I want to encourage those that are listening You feel like you have no understanding. You feel like it's an impossible dream. You're wondering why it's all crashed down. But I want to say to you that you have moved from a place of um, a place of being shaken to a place of a sure foundation now. And as you're back on your sure foundation, it's not going to be a season of I wonder if, I wonder when. Oh, I wonder how. I have good news for you that God is still in the miracle working business. God is still building his church. God is still raising 
those that he's called. In Psalm 139, he saw you formed in the secret place in your mother's womb. He called you, he set you apart, and he ordained you personally before the foundation of the earth. And now it is your time to arise. You know, Isaiah 60 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And then it says, There will be darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people. So we can see we're in the backdrop of Isaiah 61 and what, and that's what it looks like. But what are we called to do? We are called to arise to the light of his countenance. And uh, then we begin to find out who we really are, that all that we've done until now, is weighed up before the Lord um, in what the Holy Spirit did through us, not what we did at all. And we can see greater things Mm. are yet to come. And there's an excitement that it's not only being born again, baptized in water, filled with the Spirit, speaking in tongues, prophesying, praying for the sick. More than that, more than that. God is your foundation. Jesus' blood shed for us for the forgiveness of sin, past, present, and future. And we are now coming into the mature anointing and the open heaven and the revelation of an end time. And we are not no longer awkward, frustrated, mm. uncomfortable, disappointed, or stuck. <laughs> we are God is on the move, and God may have bulldozed some things out of your life, (laughs) but he'll never abandon you. He will never forsake you, and he's a creator. So he never leaves things incomplete. Mm. What he has begun in us, he will complete right until the day that we see Jesus face to face. What a great salvation. Amen. Wow, that was so power-packed. Um, you know, that yeah. is so true because, you know, at this time we sort of limping and we are bent, the church is bent, and, you know, and our people are really oppressed and depressed. And this yeah. is an opportunity to actually see the glory of the Lord and His yes. greatness and what He created us to be. And He's taking yes. us out of obscurity into this greatness yes. of who He is. So oh, yes. I'm so encouraged by this message. But we're going to have to quickly take another break. And we've got sure. amazing, uh, I, I love Johan Brits. Um, he says, yeah. you the reason. And this is such an, a, a, a timeless uh, track for us to listen to. And so exciting. So, Rose, just hang on there for us, please. Yes. And we're looking forward to having you back online straight after right. uh, you the reason with Johan Brits. Right. Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Welcome back and thank you for staying tuned with us. Um, we, I just need to do a bit of admin. Uh, we have a WhatsApp line on 081-729-1657, SMS 37988. Our telegram number is 081 
0657-104-657. If you want to know anything about us or our guests, uh, you're welcome to contact us. We'd love to get to know who you are and just connect with us, communicate with us. We'd love to chat to you. And then we've got a beautiful Facebook uh, page, which is 79K Pulpit. And I can tell you now, there is so much happening on that page. You have to go and have a look. And we have a counseling department as well on 021-9177-000. And you just need to press option one and see how we can help you and direct you to the help that you need. But uh, Rose, we have Rose Ruder from uh, Word of Life Ministries, and she's online with us today. And what a privilege. What a privilege. And we have just been so encouraged um, by the word that you've given us. But Rose, um, just give us some advice on how we can just just give us a few pointers that we can just maybe mm. get a start to new days, new ways of thinking, new ways of um, looking into the future. Yes. Uh, and when that track was playing now, yes. uh, he is the reason and he takes away our shame. So it was just a little while ago I was away just spending some time with the Lord. And uh, I said to the Lord, who am I now that I don't have a husband? Who am I now that I have this online space and I'm no longer a pastor? And who am I post-COVID? And the Lord said, come and sit with me. And I was sitting on the carpet in, in, a, in a hotel room in Grayton. And the Lord started to speak to me in, in my inner being. And he said to me, you're not uh, your maiden name and uh, all the diseases connected. Because we're always going on about uh, generational curses. And, uh, you know, we had this disease because my great-grandfather had this disease and has come through the bloodline. So the Lord said, you're not of that bloodline. And then he said, neither are you of the bloodline of your married name and the, the diseases connected to your married name. Mm. And neither are you the third one, you said, neither are you the bloodline of your mother's maiden name. And I said, wow, Lord, so who am I? And he said, you are of my bloodline. Yeah. And he said, I take the yokes of these past generations off of you because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. And I said, gosh, Lord, that is that is like a revolutionary. And then he said, come with me. He calls me little one. Come with me, my little one. And I thought, oh, he's definitely going to take me back to Psalm 139 about being formed in the womb. But instead, I felt and saw myself in the spirit sitting on a swing in the garden. And he came towards me and walked behind me and started to press into my back to make the swing go higher. And I said, Lord, and he was so joyful. And I said, Lord, where am I? And he said, you are in the garden that I planted in Eden. So he took me all the way to back to Genesis, where I thought he would take me to Psalm 139. He took me back to Genesis. And he said, you're in the garden that I planted in Eden, the garden of fellowship. Where, where I walk in the cool of the day. And he said, from this time, I am giving you a new rhythm. And this is um, when the Lord speaks to us prophetically, whether it's dreams or visions, and of course, confirmed through the word. It's not only for the person that's walking in the prophetic gift, but it's for his children. And so I've released this word in many, many places 
And the point is are this, that no longer will the children of God who've come through so much trauma die uh, like fruit on a vine, mm. die from disappointment, but that the key, one of the keys is that they will know that the Lord himself has invited them back to the place of intimacy, fellowship, the garden of fellowship, and is giving each one of us a new rhythm. The second point that I can give you is this. God can only fill empty vessels. And so the old has to be fully gone before the new can come. So we say to the Lord, Lord, we're not going to patch up our old wineskin. We're here today to give it all over to you and say, make us new. Breathe on us afresh. Make us, give us a new rhythm that we can be uh, who and what we are meant to be and what we are meant to display of you post-COVID, not limping, but expectant of a new day. It's a new day. It's a different day. It's a day of servanthood where we are called to serve firstly the Lord, then the church, the believers, and then the lost. And it's a new day. It's a day of a harvest. It's a kingdom time. It's time for teamwork, to take hands with people across the fivefold ministry that is in the highways and the byways. It's a time to cooperate with the Father's plan, not building our own kingdoms, but building the kingdom of God. This is not a time to squawk and bawl and demand our plan, but to cooperate with God's plan. His way is easy. His yoke is easy. And His burden is light, uh, um, um, easy. Uh, And many people are arguing about what is of religion, as in a negative, and what is of God. And I want to say that religion is anything that puffs us up and makes God small. Our format, our rules, our regulation is religion, but making God big is the freedom of living the gospel. And so God wants us to be servants um, in this new season, and he wants us to be um, hungry and excited, not having tantrums, not um, throwing our toys out the cots, not blaming and shaming other leaders, not breaking down what the Lord is building, but to go with his rhythms. Amen. Amen. And that is exactly how we need to end. You know, we are really in a time where we have to be less and that we can know who God is in this time. And we will have an incredible adventure. I think we mentioned earlier on, it's an adventure of rediscovering ourselves, who God has created us to be in this time, in this season. And there's a reason why, you know, even if people have passed on, that we have been kept alive, um, you know, for a reason. 
and yes. um, and we just need to tap into that. What a privilege to chat to you today, um, uh, Rose. Uh, may the Lord just continuously use you mightily for his kingdom and that you will Thank reach you. the nations and that God will just prosper you in every area of your of your ministry and that he can Thank just you. take you where you can encourage every one of us like you do with us so, so um, you know, consistently and so uh, dedicated. Um, you know, maybe you. you can just tell us how we can watch, uh, yeah, you know, you just give us a little bit of your ministry, how they can connect with you um, yes. as well, please. Yes. So I am online at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday and a Thursday on Facebook and on a Sunday, also on my Facebook page at 5 p.m. I've purposely kept it on a Sunday at 5 p.m. So those that are part of the family of God and go to fellowship at different places, uh, do that. And then in the evening when the day is winding down, that's when I'm on. So Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. on my Facebook page, which is Rosemary Word, my full name. And then I have many, many invites. I seem to be busy virtually every Saturday doing breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. Absolutely. You are such a lover of people and you love us all so much. (laughs) And we love you and appreciate you so much. (laughs) And we just really enjoy the messages of encouragement in this time. The Lord is really using you wonderfully. And we just want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Renette. Okay, family and friends, and that's our, the end of our time. And um, But just enjoy this week. Be good. Be safe. Stick to the rules. And we will see you next week at the same time. God bless you and see you soon. Chat, uh, keep well. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.